Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Covert Actions and National Security Podcast, a podcast where we discuss a spectrum of activities concerning covert operations, intelligence, counterintelligence, unconventional warfare, assassinations, espionage, spycraft, technology, and more. Now, let's enter the operational world with Dr. Carlos. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to be looking at a operation called Operation Tarpon, T-A-R-P-O-N. Inside a man at Tarango's port was to be paid $250,000, an inside man, in a plot to smuggle 200 kilograms of cocaine from a Mexican cartel into New Zealand. The massive haul of drugs never arrived, and the experienced person now faces two years and nine years in prison after a covert police investigation run by the National Organized Crime Group. Maurice Swinton, S-W-I-N-T-O-N, was among eight people arrested in Operation Tarpon in April 2021. He eventually pleaded guilty to conspiring to import Class A drugs. This was because Swinton had access to the port of Turanga and could have removed the cocaine concealed in a shipping container before any inspections by custom officials. This is why he got a reduced sentence, by the way. For his invaluable assistance, he was to be paid $250,000 and a kilogram of cocaine, according to what Swinton told a conversation, friend in a conversation that was tapped by police. The judge said, you said your role was just pick up, go to Smoko, and go home. Swinton's sentence was reduced to two years and nine months due to his guilty plea and factors identified in a culture report about his upbringing. Although New Zealand has a reputation as one of the least corrupt countries in the world, the conviction of the port worker is the latest in a series of incidents that show the threat of organized crime is significant. Sitting above Swinton in the drug plot hierarchy were Tangaro DeMont, that's T-A-N-G-A-R-O-R-O-A, and then DeMont, D-M-A-N-T is his last name, and then Tama Waitai, T-A-M-A-W-A-I-T-A-I. Both men have also pleaded guilty to the conspiracy. DeMont, 60, was the original target in Operation Tarpon when the covert inquiry began about two years ago. The investigation started after DeMont was seen meeting with an organized crime figure from Australia, who happened to be under police surveillance. After learning DeMont's identity and his occupation as a commercial fisherman with extensive sailing experience, the investigation, led by Detective Steve Matheson, discovered something curious. DeMond had a great, created a cover story to convince his friends and family that he was sailing overseas, when in fact he was living on his boat. He used that time in self-exposed exile to make contact with overseas-based drug suppliers and hatch plans about a number of different drug smuggling schemes. In particular, DeMont held ongoing communications with a member of a Mexican cartel. He went so far as to make travel plans to Mexico, to meet in person, and even booked a slot at MIQ facilities for his return trip. No one knows for sure how someone like DeMont, with a limited criminal history, came to know anyone from a Mexican drug cartel. Actually, it doesn't take that much to get to know somebody from a drug cartel. Either way. This is coming from the New Zealand Herald. But Operation Tarpon came to suspect that a close relative of Dumont, a senior headhunter currently serving prison time on serious meth convictions, made the introduction. 
Certainly, the investigation took a turn when another associate of the headhunter was released from prison in 2020. In 2015, Tama Waitai was sentenced to 10 years and nine months in prison for a brutal home invasion in which the victim lost an eye. Despite his appalling record, the Filthy Few gang member was released by the parole board in November 2020. Sentenced to 10 years, so he, lived, he went in there for five, to live at a Te Kaha address with a number of strict conditions. None of the restrictions stopped Waitai from almost immediately linking up with DeMont and joining in the conversations with the Mexican cartel. Those communications took place via encrypted devices, which the police were unable to intercept, although the criminal tradecraft of DeMont and Waitai slipped when they talked to each other by cell phone. During those calls in early 2021, the police were able to intercept them on Waitai's conversations with the Mexican cartel contacts. Details began to emerge of a plan to import a large quantity of cocaine into New Zealand, 200 kilos concealed inside a shipping container. That's where Maurice Swinton, remember him? That's where he came into the picture. He also had spent time with Waitai in prison, but was now working as a stevedore at the port of Taranga. But there was a problem. You see, Maurice Swinton explained that he only had access to the eastern side of the port docks but some vessels would dock on the other side. To cover both bases, we'd have to recruit someone else. And Waitai enlisted the help of Ryan Walsh, a commercial diver who was, in, who was in a relationship with Waitai's sister. Walsh had indicated he knew people who had worked at the port and in three conversations with Damon and Waitai agreed to approach them. Walsh says, I was talking to my workmate. He's got a bro on the port. He's got a couple. DeMont says, oh yeah? Walsh says, yeah, on the container side, he reckons one of them will definitely be keen, so he's sussing him out right now. Walsh continues saying, he said that things go wrong all the time there in containers that get put in the wrong place. DeMont said, yeah, it's so easy to do that crap. In early 2021, DeMont called Swinton, said the shipment would arrive at the end of the month. It never did. Swinton was told to stand down, and DeMont explained he had, he had not spoken to the Mexican side for several days, as he was having problems with his other phone as he referred to his cryptid, encrypted device. <clears throat> Shortly after, the police and the National Organized Crime Group made a pragmatic decision to end Operation Tarpon. While it was tempting to keep the investigation running in case the 200-kilo shipment eventually turned up, which would have been the biggest shipment of cocaine in New Zealand history, the detectives decided to make a preemptive strike. The investigation had gathered more than enough evidence to prove a drug conspiracy charge against Damon and the others, as well as distributing drugs and working with the drug cartel. Angel Alvarado was living in Taranga. That's T-A-U-R-A-N-G-A as the New Zealand-based representative of the Mexican drug suppliers and coordinated their activity on the ground, including sending money overseas and arranging the delivery of meth. On February, February 2021, Damon called Tama Waitai and said Gavito Alvarado had something for them in Auckland. They got me some liquid on. They got a couple of kilos of liquid for me, said DeMont, but meth, eh, bro, meth. Waitai quickly agreed to the deal. It's like, it's like selling hotcakes, he said. Two days later, DeMont parked in Sky City Car Park and walked to a bus stop on Victoria Street West where he sat down. About 20 minutes later, a Mexican citizen turned up at another bus stop across the road carrying a white bucket. He sat down, placed the bucket between his feet. Police surveillance teams watched as DeMont crossed the road and sat down beside him. Within a few seconds, the Mexican national walked away and left the bucket behind. Going really old school here. DeMont took the bucket filled with liquid meth and drove to Rotatura, where he met Tama Waitai. Waitai took the meth solution to Jeffrey Gear, the president of the Rotorua chapter of the Filthy Few Gang. We'll look at them in a little bit. Together, the pair tried to extract the methamphetamine from the liquid and recrystallize the drug through a chemical process but they were having trouble. 
In a series of phone calls intercepted by police, Watai and Gear described to DeMont the process they had used and the difficulties they were facing. Eventually, they just gave up. On a later date, DeMont called Watai and asked if Gear needed a veteran, which is the key precursor needed to cook meth. DeMont was in the middle of a deal to obtain 20 kilos of ephedrine. The trio discussed whether they had enough of the chemicals necessary to manufacture the drug, to which Gear responded they just needed water. The term water, though, is actually slang in the criminal fraternity for hypophosphorous acid, which is another crucial ingredient to manufacture methamphetamine. In the intercepted call, Gear said he had enough water to use one quarter of the 20 kilos of ephedrine that DeMont was negotiating to buy. They all agreed to go ahead with the deal. At the end of April 2021, the police announced that eight men had been arrested in Operation Tarpon, and all but one admitted the various charges laid against them. Only Wyan Walsh, who was facing a single charge of conspiracy to import cocaine, pleaded not guilty and gave evidence in his own defense during a trial. While the 28-year-old admitted that his voice could be heard in three intercepted phone calls with DeMont and Waitai, Walsh says he had no clue the plan was to smuggle drugs into the country. He lied about having contacts at the port, Walsh said in order to impress his girlfriend's brother, Tama Waitai, that he kept lying because he felt intimidated. I was making it up. I just wanted to fit in. Then I ended up in deeper water than I ever thought. It was over my head. But the jury didn't believe him, and they found him guilty, and he was sentenced for a year. So that was Operation Tarpon. You can see the cartel's reach pervades all continents. Some experts in law enforcement believe that every single country has cartel influence in some capacity. Sinaloa Cartel and Cartel Jalisco are the two that have the longest reach around the world. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.